What the fuck was that? I was about to ask you a question. <laughs> I was about to ask you a question. How it sound? <laughs> and, I, and I just said, fuck it, I probably said, you probably would have told me I sound either low or too high by now. So I, I, just, held, I just held my horses there. Dude, that was a glitch in the fucking matrix right there. What the I, fuck just happened? Gliding. <laughs> hey, what's that a picture of in the back? Um, over here. Right. Robert. Robert Glasper Experience. Mm. Black Radio. I believe it's an album. Um. My OG actually got that frame for me when we started the podcast. It looks like one of Common albums. Does it now? A little bit. Looks like it could be any uh, conscious rapper from the 90s <laughs> album cover. <laughs> a De La Soul. Maybe a Talib Kweli. Uh, a Roots album cover, perhaps. Hello, folks. Welcome back. What's up? Session... One, ten. One, one, settle. You'll know. Session one, one, zero for us here over here at the session conversation. You're now here. Hey, I already dubbed us like the, we're the sessions. Like that's, remember when we used the 80s? Oh, yeah. Like, we the, nah, we the sessions now. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the name of our group. You know what I'm saying? Me read my my brother over here, OG. We're the sessions. Welcome to session conversation, which can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, we on Google Podcasts too. You can look for us uh, on Podbean. We're also on Podbean. Um, so this just whatever you listen to, you know, podcasts. Uh, search session conversation if you don't find it. Go check out one of the other ones I just mentioned. Uh, for new listeners, hello. For old listeners. Light up. <laughs> Pour up. <laughs> you already know what it is. I'm already low-key over here sweating. Fucking Tito's got me sweating a little bit. What's up, folks? I was uh, I was actually uh, drinking yesterday for the first time in a long time. And it, affect, what you had? it affected me. I had some Jameson. Some Jameson? Yeah, I mean, you know, had a nice amount of cups. And uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely beat me up a little bit later on that night. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I was tired and a mixture of tired and not drinking in a while. I was like, damn, that that uh that hit me kind of hard. But uh, I'm back at it this morning. I'm drinking uh, <laughs> I'm drinking Bailey's now. Went and grab hey. grab some Bailey's and shit. So I got a little Bailey's mix going going down. Gee, ever since that first time we went to Vegas. And we was sitting in Denny's about 4.30 in the morning, fucked up. I went to the bathroom, came back to my food, and I don't know how I found out you had Baileys in your coffee. Or you might have just told them to put some Baileys in my coffee. But ever since then, bro, ever since you told me about the Baileys and coffee combination, I've been a connoisseur. (laughs) Like, gee, I was pulling up on Manny every day for like a month, like just steady getting two shots of Baileys. He was like, just want to buy a bigger bottle? I'm like, maybe I like coming in here and looking at you every day. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) But nah, man, the the Baileys coffee combination is undefeated, period. 
Yeah, actually, uh, I brought this up on the show before. This mix is not not with coffee; it's just with almond milk and a little bit of chocolate, chocolate sugar, uh, chocolate powder. Wait, wait, wait! Say what now, nigga? Tell the people what's the name of this drink and what are you dubbing this? So I got I got almond milk in here, right? How much almond milk? About half a glass, quarter glass, Probably like this much. Then I put some ice in it, and then I blended that up in the. In the you got to tell the people how much, bro. They can't. I can see it, nigga. T tell them. You got about what half a glass? I probably, of got, almond I probably milk. got. I probably got like eight. Probably like six to eight ounces of almond milk, if that. Okay. Probably like six to eight ounces like, of almond. More like five, six ounces of almond milk, and then I got ice in there. I blended that up, so it's nice and choppy. Poured that back in my glass. Then I poured the rest to the top of this glass, which is probably like a 12 ounce glass. I poured the rest, so like four ounces of Bailey's in my shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, put some chocolate powder, some Nestle, Nestle uh, sh zero added sugar chocolate powder in my shit, you know what I'm saying? Then I put some cinnamon in my shit, and then I dropped the cinnamon stick in my shit as well. What? Yeah, it's a cinnamon stick in here. So what I got I got powdered cinnamon in there as well and a cinnamon stick. And uh it's good. <laughs> and it's cold and it's got liquor in it and it's tasty and uh it's got liquor in it. And What's the name of this thing? Do you have a name for this? Uh this is called the uh the Mr. Monday Morning. The Mr. Monday Morning. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now now <laughs> I'll be seeing you in a few weeks, you feel me? <laughs> and I want to try one of these things, all right? I'm going to try it on the show. Because if this shit is disgusting. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we go fight. Well, okay, how about, how about, let's, let's lean more towards the positive. What about if it's, what about if it's outstanding? Then, uh, kudos to you. You going to pay me for it? <laughs> I get, I give you a dollar since you're gonna you since you're gonna fight me for it if it was good. Are you gonna pay me for it if it is good? <laughs> I'm gonna fight you either way. If it's good, I'm gonna fight you because it's good. If it's bad, I'm gonna fight you because it's bad. Either way, we can just throw the fist to cup. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. And you owe me an ounce, man. I was just I was just talking <laughs> about that the other day. We got we got a couple months, but yeah, yeah. You owe me an ounce. You just want to pay up early? No. <laughs> what the hell. What the hell? Anything else happened this week? That's like if that's like if the Warriors up three to one on the Cavs and motherfucker bet like you just want to no! you just want to pay me early. Looks like the Warriors gonna win. No! It's not over till the fat lady sings. No! It's not over till LeBron blocks. Uh, LeBron blocks Iggy. Ooh, it's not over till LeBron blocks Iggy. Boss. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. I I gotta give Bron that. He definitely you know cemented himself. Well, that was definitely a moment. You know what I'm saying? My very first moment. Down 3-1 to the Warriors. You know what I mean? And we're not going to draw too long on it. We can come back to this later. But the very first moment I saw LeBron James have, like, that kill in him where he was going to take over the game, score, and do what was necessary was, uh, was that 2006 Eastern Conference Finals? Against the Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, when he scored like all them points at the end of fourth quarter and both overtimes, he scored all the points for the Cavs. I want to say that might have been uh, I might have that, that might have been two thousand seven. Was that the year he got to the finals? 
and, yeah, lost to the Spurs. Yeah, that was two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. It was oh seven. Yeah, that that that's what I was like. Okay, this nigga, this nigga on another level. That's what I was like. All right, this nigga about to be. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, let's uh, let's get started because me and me and OG over here were talking before the show about how we wanted to attack the lead into the show, and he told me to kick it off. So, uh. This would be a research for research. If you're an old-time listener, then, you know, we used to do this thing called research for research where we researched for research. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is something that CNN posted earlier today. Here are seven things you probably didn't know were connected to slavery. And as I roll down the list, the first one you see is New York Life Insurance Company. Uh, it's one of the largest insurance companies in the U.S., and they have admitted that their predecessor company, not them, but the company they were before they more than likely changed their name, uh, insured the lives of enslaved people for their owners. Um, and basically, back in 2001, it was uncovered, and the company came forth with documents showing that, you know, the, the predecessor company or, you know, whatever the company was named before it was New York Life Insurance um, they insured slaves for owners, and that's pretty crazy when you think what about does that it. That mean? This... Insuring slaves for owners? That, does that mean that you you're basically making so, sure that people get slaves? No, 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 no. They insured them. Like you know how you got a life insurance policy. Okay. Well, so basically, well, okay, a life insurance policy. If something happens to you, your next of kin or whoever you leave this money to benefits from it. Okay. Basically, this company insured slaves for the owners. So if the slave died. The owner could cash in on that. Now that's pretty wild when you think about it, because back in the day, guess who was killing slaves at a crazy rate? It was the fucking owners. So these owners would would pay these companies to insure their slaves, and then once they were done with them and killed them, they would get paid for it. Truly showing you what they what they were doing with us. They treated us like cattle. You know what I'm saying? Wild as fuck. Before I before I you know respond to the main point of that, what what is the difference between life insurance and it's called life insurance, right? Yeah, life insurance and what? A will. A will is like um a testimony of of all your assets. So your life insurance policy could be a part in the will. Like I leave this particular life insurance policy to this particular person. A will is a decree of basically how you want your um assets and finances handled after you pass on from here so in your will you can have something like if i should die so-and-so gets this so-and-so gets that leave my tv to read leave my xbox to read so on and so forth and life insurance does what now life insurance is you paying it every month and if something happens to you there's a particular amount of money that gets paid out to whoever is listed as the beneficiary of the life insurance policy. It's just one entity. A will would include a life insurance policy is what I'm telling you. A will is like a a personal decree of your own that you need to go sit down with a lawyer and have them go over with you. A life insurance policy is something that you just call a life insurance company and set up and pay monthly on. Like you could take a life insurance policy out on your spouse or your parents or a brother or sister. You know what I'm saying? You would need their personal information to do such. You would need their name and their social. You know what I'm saying? That's how a motherfucker would know you have a policy out on them because you got their information. But say you put a life insurance policy. Say you put a life insurance policy out on mm-hmm. me. I die. Yeah. 
you get the money. Wow. Because you paid. You paid for it, though, because you got to pay on it monthly. Wow. But the other person obviously has to, has to agree. Right. I have to give you my information. That's, only way you can That's really totally different rest. from a will. Will's just basically yourself. Your shit. Right. Yeah, okay. It's your shit. Damn, right. I didn't know you could have a life insurance policy on somebody else's head if they, if they agree yeah. to it. Yeah, most definitely. Like me and my sister, we got one out on each other. Okay, now it makes sense for the for that for, yeah. the, for those purposes. Yeah, yeah. My mama got one. You typically get one on your kids. My OG got one on me for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> food for thought. But anyway, back to the back to what we were talking about. The um the second thing the second ugh, brain the second thing you might not know. Uh, Yale University, amid racial injustice protests across the country, the hashtag cancel Yale began begin uh trending in june it became a bulletin on 4chan uh the online message board that frequently features extremist content according to the yale daily news it gained steam after jesse kelly host of a nationally syndicated show i'm right with jesse kelly tweeted that yale university was named after slave trader wild ass first name yale okay Mm -hmm. so basically they're saying that yale university was named after a slave owner and people might not know that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just giving the, I'm just giving you these facts. That one wasn't so juicy. No, that's, that's um, a, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's important though. Shit. I know I ain't it's know important. that shit. Whole time, whole time, the guy used to have a Yale coat. You know what? Crazy I, think I might shit. have heard of that Yale thing before. A lot of those, a lot of those, a couple of those first schools. Those Ivy League schools. A couple of those first original schools around the thirteen colonies had had ties right. into uh, you know, slave owners and slavery. Um, CS, CSX Transportation. It owns a railroad that was uh, built by enslaved people. Uh, the Richmond, Fredericksburg, and Potomac, or Potomac, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, railroad in Virginia, acquired by CSX in 2003, owned and hired enslaved black people from 1834 when it was chartered until the end of the Civil War in 1865. Um, yeah. The company shares the uh, shares the nation's deep remorse for the shameful institution of slavery. Woo woo woo, blah blah blah. Okay, now here's the interesting one. This one caught me by this one caught me. Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Oh, uh, no, I know That's, about that. I didn't know about this. Yeah, That's right. This is juicy. Uh, even the alcohol is connected to slavery. Though Jack Daniel never owned enslaved people, he did learn how to make whiskey in Tennessee from an enslaved person named Nathan Nernest. Nernest green who was owned by a lutheran minister now that right there is a whole bar itself yeah absolutely all right you feel me um daniel bought the business from the minister then hired green as the first head distiller now that's big as well um oh oh related article minnesota's constitution still allows slavery as a punishment for crimes random fact out there. That's not even one of the ones I was talking about. That's wild. Let's move on to the next thing. Wall Street. Um, Before Wall Street became the world's largest stock exchange, the location thrived as a slave market between 1711 and 1762. Um, That's pretty crazy. But not really when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Repeat that. Wall Street basically was a, uh, a slave trading market between 
1711 and 1762. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Let's see, what's, what's next? The White House and the U.S. Capitol Building. Uh, of course, the Constitution on the original White House. Oh, the Constitution, my dumbass. The construction on the ori original White House <laughs> began, <laughs> began in 1792. <laughs> Officials planned to import European workers to help build the structure, but the recruitment didn't go as planned, so they turned to black people, free and enslaved, according to the White House Historical Association. The U.S. Capitol building was also constructed with the labor of enslaved people. The building's construction started in 1793. Like the White House, officials struggled to find skilled labor, so they turned to enslaved people who were often rented from their owners. Congress unveiled a marker in 2012 honoring the enslaved people who built the Capitol. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. Now, this George Washington shit's about to throw you the fuck off. I think I already know about now, it. Uh... Though George Washington's uh, ties to slavery are fairly, fairly well known, the extent of those connections may surprise some. Enslaved people uh, form part of Washington, literally. Through folklore depicts Washington with wooden teeth, there's no evidence to support that claim. According to historian Alexis Cole, who wrote the best-selling uh, biography, You Never Forget Your First, a biography of George Washington, the first president's mouth, Cole said, was full of teeth of walruses, hippopotamuses, and enslaved people. Washington paid enslaved people an undermarket rate for their teeth. Mm. What in the flying fuck? All right. He's a, he's so, a mason. Washington? Yes. All these niggas masons. Yes. All these niggas Mason. Yes, I'm trying to I'm but trying you, to do my research on 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 Farrakhan and figure out if he's a Mason or not because it's kind of mixed. It's, sometimes you think he's not. Sometimes you think he is. His messages are, are are choppy, man. He says a lot of good things, but at the at the end of the day, there's there's ties back to him him contradicting himself. I know that's kind of off track, but yeah, the fucking the White House one you just mentioned and the uh, George Washington one I learned about this year. The White House one really? and the Capitol one and George Washington, yeah. I mean, the, the White House shit doesn't surprise me. The Wall Street shit doesn't surprise me. Um, the New York life insurance shit is just pretty wild when you really think about the concept of slave owners paying insurance policies or life insurance policies on slaves they own who more than likely they had the right of their life in their hands. So that's kind of wild. You feel me? Because typically with a life insurance policy, you never pay as much as it pays out you know what i'm saying so motherfucker might have been out here paying what 15 20 dollars a month use the slave for what five six years you don't like them no more you get rid of them boom here go 10 11 12 thousand dollars and i'm just reverting it back to their times and what money was back then you know what i'm saying because motherfuckers ain't always been millionaires and shit you know what i'm saying millionaire used to be the billionaire okay thousand that used to be the millionaire all right for all those folks who probably think billions been running around for years and years, chill out. <laughs> but yeah, man, I wanted to wanted to kick the kick the show off with those interesting facts about slavery. A little research for research. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, interesting. Send me that. Send me that little uh, article you got. Article. Yeah. I got you. I can use that. Um, 
Yeah, man, that ties into uh, my topic that I was talking about, too, you know. Ties into a lot of my conversation that I have today. But uh, how about how about this? All right, so, and it, and it ties in with LeBron, too. So, LeBron, on July 4th, he... Um, He's another uh, another person with a, with you know a so called act of leadership lately. You know what I mean, and I didn't I didn't even realize or recognize this when it happened. I wasn't really paying attention to LeBron and shit like that. I don't, I don't right. follow him or nothing. And the the things that I do pay attention to, they didn't I, they didn't you know <clears throat> retweet this or or share this. You know what I'm saying this information. But LeBron with an act of leadership, mixed reviews. But yet another person coming out. Quoting another person. So his post was on Instagram on July 4th. And he's basically quoting Frederick Douglass, okay? So the Frederick Douglass had... He had a speech that he... um That he had made... I want to say it was either on the 4th of July or the day before the 4th of July. You can look it up. But he basically repeated his speech... And uh, it goes like this. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer. I remember, this is Frederick Douglass speaking. Correct. LeBron James is posting it. I answer. A day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. Your boast of liberty and unholy license, your national greatness, swelling vanity, your sounds of rejoicing are empty and your and heartless. Your denunciations of triumphs, brass fronted impudence. Your shouts of liberty and equality, hollow mockery. Your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings, with all your religious parade and solemnity, are to him mere bombast, fraud, deception, and piety and hypocrisy. A thin vow, a thin vow to cover up crimes which would disgrace a nation of savages. There is not a there's not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. Allow me to say, in conclusion, notwithstanding the dark picture I have this day presented of the state of the nation, I do not despair of this country. There are forces in operation which must inviolably work the downfall of slavery. The arm of the Lord is not shortened, and the doom of slavery is certain. I therefore leave off where I began with hope, Frederick Douglass. And this is also a book too. The book would be called um, "What What to What to the Slave Is the Fourth of July." So you can get that book. It's authorized by Frederick Douglass, and it's you know, I, I plan on getting it. I want to read it. I'm pretty sure it's just you know, because that was a speech, obviously, and I'm pretty sure this book it, it, it goes more into that. He probably you know talks about it a little bit more, but you know that's another act of leadership, kind of so, so called, like Deshaun Jackson. Nick Cannon and whatnot, you know, Deshaun Jackson wants to uh, use use Farrakhan and, you know, other people's quotes to kind of deliver a message to the people. You know what I'm saying? Car Carmelo had someone on his Instagram earlier this year on his live feed, you know, and he was basically talking and delivering a message. And, you know, Carmelo let the, he had that platform for him to do that. You know what I mean? And so it's like, in a way, people are kind of, you know, jumping on uh, uh, and, and I guess, like, in a way of, like, noticing, putting people on notice, you know, trying to awake, awaken people, enlighten people. And uh, it's it's good to see. It's something that, you know, 
it's it's more deeper than you know just the injustice it's, it's identifying yourself it's you know standing up for your rights more so and your history and and um you know i praise lebron for that um it's some um, it's uh it's it's on his page still and he's he's caught a lot of backlash from it when i read his posts uh, i mean his comments on his posts like there's a lot of people saying you know I, I i fucked with you i don't fuck with you now you know what i mean he's catching a lot of heat for it and uh, you know, people are have mixed reviews. You know, I you know, I agree with them. And I, I remember I was at a Juneteenth parade, and there was a dude standing next to me. I don't know if I brought this up on the show, but proud dude. He was talking to another dude about <coughs> about their military uh, background. You know what I mean? They're you know they're you could tell they were proud. They were uh, you know, they were showing honor to each other and respect to each other that, you know, what they did for the country. And I wanted to ask them at the time, like, how he really felt about the country. And this was around, like, you know, the George Floyd thing and all that stuff. And I and, and right. around the time, I'm awakening up to my history a little bit more. So I had questions for him. I just didn't know how to approach him without being ignorant or maybe throwing him off and, like, you know, creating an altercation. I didn't really know how to ask him how he felt about this country and how... Now I know how to ask him. I thought about it the other day. Like, how do you feel about the fact that, you know... How you 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 served in this country? You served for this country. You know, people lost their lives. You don't know what people go through doing this. You know what I'm saying? But he's proud, so he obviously has a a you know a, a warm feeling for this country in a way. That's how I feel about right. it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, people, some people like me are like, man, this country's killing us in a way. They're taking advantage of us, and that's what the word that came to mind the other day was taking advantage of. So now I know what I would have asked them. How do you feel about how hard you work serving this country to have advantages, but at the same time, we're being taken advantage of more so? Right. You know I mean, so right. I would I know how to answer ask that man that question now. And it, you know, it all ties into like this this post and this and this book and this thought by Frederick Douglass and your post your article you read, like, man, you know, it's it's something that we all know. It's it's the big fucking elephant in the room. It's just, you know, God, we got we gotta take <laughs> we gotta take some some major action, bro. You know what I mean? Or else we're just gonna keep on feeding the the empire that is as you can see, is those fucking facts you just read off. They're just blind right. blindly, subliminally in the in the dark killing us. Systematically, systematically Systematically, well. that's the perfect word. Just killing us. Um, to speak on, to speak on, cause I try to always look at both sides of, of the story and I believe most stories always have three views, but we won't get into that. But in re in reference to those two guys having that camaraderie and love for, for serving for the country, sometimes, cause I've ran into people who've served for the country and especially black folks. And sometimes you'll run into them and they're not necessarily proud that they serve for the country but just proud of what they did themselves you know what i'm saying sometimes that camaraderie doesn't necessarily come from a love for the country as opposed to what they've been through mm -hmm. they can identify with each other they can understand each other you know what i'm saying like you and me can identify on so many different levels about so many different things because we grew up in the same community you know what i'm saying and like, so there's certain things that we've been through that we can identify with. And it's not necessarily that it might be a love from where we're from, but just those experiences, mm -hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, um, but definitely though, like, I don't, 
it's it's crazy. Like my father, he was a he's an older guy. May he rest in peace. But he was a he was a Vietnam War vet, and I always remember this nigga vividly telling me, "Fuck the military. That draft come back, I'll drag your ass across the border to Canada myself." You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always grew up with this negative uh, notion of the military. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I can't knock them people for what they do. Cause they 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 doing something that I don't necessarily feel like I would want to do. Right. If I had to do it, of course, mm-hmm. whatever it is, what it is. But like you know what the fucked up thing is about being a black person in this country. Like, regardless of whatever you want to say about this country, at the end of the day, it's still our country. And exactly, this where I'm from. Because <laughs> this where I'm from. And it's on, and it's on, and it's on our, and it's on our backs and our shoulders, bro. Swear to God, we built, we to built God. this I, motherfucker. So. Like that that be the wildest thing. You know what the wildest thing I be thinking, bro? The greatest American products are the black man and black women. Period. Them the greatest American products ever. Right. Like, but that 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 sentence, that statement, when you really try to break it down and think about it, it's fucking wild, bro. It's wild. Yes. It's it's very wild to comprehend what I'm saying there. Yeah. Cause it cause it's fucked up. Well, you know But it's true. Uh you know, people know who we are. People know people know our powers, people know our promise. And they're taking advantage of it. We were held we we been you know, we were held in captivity for a reason, you know. We we until this day you wanna say, you know, we celebrate Juneteenth for the emancipation of of slaves, the free the free uh freedom of slaves from um Abraham Lincoln, but you know, that was the, that was like the final one. They were they were leading up to that. There was plenty of you know, emancipations that went on. That was just the final one. You know, say it's done deal. But right. okay, so you want to claim that was the the end? But to this day, you know, we are still building this country. It's still being built on our backs, and we're you know we're, yeah. we are. If you want to look at uh, a food chain, we're very close to the bottom of the rewards for it. So, you know. Yeah, the, the freedom, see, like, people, you want to talk about what's systematic, and then we can move on to the Nick Cannon shit. But you want to talk about systematic, right? What the white man figured out is, and, and and I'm talking about the smart white men. I'm not talking about the brutes, because this probably wasn't the brutes, or it might have been the brutes. And what I mean by brutes are the brutal ones, the ones that just wanted to just straight use us straight for slave labor. This is how we going to keep this shit rocking forever type shit. Niggas got smart like, yo, instead of housing these niggas and feeding these niggas, we going to give them the illusion that they're free because we'll let them choose where they want to live. Right. We'll give them a job. You know what I'm saying? But this is how we'll cut into them. And guess what? They still working for us. And not only are they giving us money, they're giving us more money. They're making us more money. They're doing more for us. Because now they have the the interpretation of the impression that they are free. Like, this is just was like, like after being freed, you thought shit was caught up? Nah, it's a race. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still trying to catch up. We still trying to be at the same level. And I, I think maybe on the masses, and it, I guess it's a long time coming. Like, I think it's just well known. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this ain't no folklore. This ain't no shit between the... The black community, not a whites are aware that we are aware. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what what all of this is a a culmination of, like the Nick Cannon shit. Just to bring up the Nick Cannon shit, 
Um, he damn that did the same thing, basically what Deshaun Jackson did. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Viacom was like, fuck it, we cutting you out. You know who I was surprised who said they weren't firing him? Fox. Because, you know, he's the he's the, he's the the host of one of their predominant shows. And they're like, no, nah, we're not firing him. He has a documentary coming I, out soon with Dr. CB2, and that's a lot of important information. Yeah, the one he took over from from, from Nip, right? Yes. That's the one taking over from so, Nip. Yeah, that's coming out so soon. So you see the attacks, man. You see you see how they're trying to kill this information from being hit. I mean, they're, they're, they're hiding this information. They're keeping it hidden from... Or they just trying to make the person presenting it seem less credible, which makes the information seem less credible. Like, that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what they do. That's a tactic. That's well known that instead of trying to attack one's intellectual information or say that the information is false, because you can't necessarily say it's false. You can't come out and say it's false because that makes you look even worse. No, we're going to attack the individual that brings the message. And that's why you see things and, and like you said, attacks going against him and, you know, just predominant black figures over however long forever this is this is how they do it they're not necessarily saying the message is wrong they're just saying the people wrong and if you could discredit the person whatever they bring with them yeah before we get into that the uh you know in the in result in a way what i think to um you know lebron lebron can capture a lot of people's views man he, you know i don't know how many people seen that post let me see All right, so <laughs> it's got 1,379,056 likes. <laughs> That's likes. That ain't even views. That ain't even like, views, the, okay? Right, the comments, right. I don't even it does I can't see it right now cuz I'm on the the actual website on Instagram. I can't see the comments, but that that reached a lot of people. Like Carmelo's Carmelo's thing is going to reach some people, you know, and it reached a lot of people, but not as much as LeBron and when I was thinking of Carmelo doing that thing, first person in one of the Main people I thought about was LeBron doing that and how much more people it can reach. So, okay, right after that, that uh, this post, which was on the 4th of July, the, the Frederick Douglass statue was torn down in Rochester, New York, on anniversary of his famous 4th of July speech. <laughs> so, um, really? yes, uh, they, they, they tore it down. Rochester police said the statue, a reproduction made of a kind of plastic and, and finished to look like bronze, had been removed from its base and was found about 50 feet away on the banks of the Genesee River. So uh, police said the investigation is to, into who is responsible is continuing. No arrests have been made, said investigator, uh, blah, 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 public, public information op officer. Um, you know, so I don't I don't know if, uh, you know. Because this speech is—it's not like this was uh, last year. This is this is the what are they saying? This is a—it's uh, 200th anniversary of Douglas' birth, uh, but it's the 168th anniversary of his speech. So this this is nothing new. So so now you know LeBron puts this post up on the fourth. This gets torn down like the fourth. This report is on the sixth. You know what I mean? Uh. It's 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 pretty it's pretty dooming and it's pretty like uh, not surprising in a way, but it's just it's that's 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 the <laughs> that's what people really bout, man. That's that's what we still have to deal with. In other words, is what I'm saying. Well, <clears throat> well, speaking of the statues being removed, um, the removal of uh, Black Lives Matter activist Jen Reed. Did you hear about that? 
I did not. So I'm not sure exactly where this happened. It says Bristol. I'm not sure. I think this might have been overseas. I think so. But anyway, they they put up this this uh, statue of this Black Lives Matter activist, right? <clears throat> and in less than 24 hours, they took it down. A statue of a Black Lives Matter activist? Yeah, and it wasn't taken down by like processors or nothing. The same city that put it up, they took it down. So what? Like, what type of message are you really sending? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that about? Why would you approve to put it up to take it right down? Like, no, nah, like the same opportunity. Because when I say this, this is what I'm gonna say: the same opportunity we gonna have. Or whoever's protesting gonna have right now to go out there and look bad tearing down a Columbus statue or, or an oppressor statue. Oh, the other side, the predominantly white side, they're gonna look bad when they go out there and tear down this Black Lives Matter statue? And you don't wanna see that? So the city was like, fuck it, we'll take it down? Where's this at? Because I think that's the. It, I, I don't exactly know. It says Bristol. So I'm not sure if that's Bristol, Connecticut, uh, or like overseas somewhere. Uh. It's a pretty because it doesn't say it's state, and that's a that's a, a modern figure, right? The person, right? That's not like yeah. a, if it's a Black Lives Matter activist, that ain't nothing that's been around too long. That's what's up, though. You know, they yeah. put up a statue, but they 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 tore that down. Yeah, they took it right down. Like they tore it down, or they took it down. No, they took it down. They picked it up the same way they they put it up there. They took it down. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't like it, it, oh, okay. It wasn't like this other thing was was no, found no, in the no. river. Like I said. No, like I said, the city took it down. The same okay. people who put it up, they put it... They, I ain't hear that. Down. I ain't hear that. That's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Within 24 hours. Mm. So now they coming out saying it was a mistake, but... You know, just, just shit like that, man. That, that, that type of shit's a slap in the face, to be honest with you. But like I said, go ahead and get the other side a chance to go out there and look wild so we can take pictures and have videos of it and all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know why y'all took it down. Because of the narrative. Because of the narrative, the city going to take the, 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 the whole city, the government, the official government to take the, the fall or the backlash for that, as opposed to letting the citizens, the actual people who we know aren't <laughs> for equality or, or whatever you might want to call it. You want to have them out there on television looking crazy because they was finna be out there looking crazy trying to tear that motherfucker down, period. Well, fuck what you say. So and that's how I feel about that shit. It's a, uh, you know, it's a lot of things that that we can um, still do and use. Like you said, you know, this is still our country, and 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 you know, we have rights. It's it's more so like, I think we talking about it, like voting. You know, I have people in my ear always telling me to vote, vote, vote. But I was talking about just the presidential election. You know, it's it's like more than that. It's very important to like focus in on like your community, your your state, your governor, your city. You know what I'm saying? Your your uh, what do they call it? Your uh, your town. You know what I mean? Like these are important as fuck. And even the other people that are in, you know what I'm saying? The the, uh, the Capitol Hill. Like the other things that you can vote for, they're very important too. So I mean, there's there's things like you know you have to like when I go back to my advantage where you have to be able to not get taken advantage of your own rights if you don't know them and right. you can't stand up for yourself. Or there's things out there to benefit you. you know what I'm saying like it, it ties into my next thing is these the black farmers. I was reading about this and they, uh, you know, they, they don't. And when you think about what we did shit 
when we were brought over here, we fucking farmed and built. You know what I'm saying? We were farmers and shit, damn near all day, every day in this bitch. It's right. not a lot of black farms in this country to this, to this day. You know what I'm saying? We're very, like, I think we're lo- lower than like 8% of the, the farms in this country. Yeah, I think that's where the 40 acres and a mule shit come from because, like, what is with that? land, you can expand. The 40 acres and a mule, like, we're old 40 acres and a mule for reparations and shit. Okay. I think, 40 like, 40 acres where... is a lot. Damn. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. And think about what you can do with land. I've seen one acre cost, like, 16 bands. So, so think me? about so... that. Damn. That's so, a nice... So that's, a, that's a reparation for that ass. That's a... Like, and the wheels had this bitch sold up. You talking about forty acres for all of us? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, land is king. Once you own land, you have you have the opportunity to create commerce. You know what I'm saying? In so many different ways, as far as travel, navigation, um, what you what you can make off the land itself, et cetera, et cetera. But but anyway, man. So look, uh, there was there was. In 1999, there was a lawsuit that was settled, right? Um, to the date, almost, they say almost $1 billion has been paid or credited to more than 13,000 farmers under the settlement. This was, a, it's called Pigford versus Glickman. And this was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we want we want some some money, you know what I'm saying? Because these black, these black farmers, you know what I'm saying? They have their land, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot, there's, there's a lot tied into... Uh, to the to the history of their farms and their lands, they you know what I'm saying, especially when they go through the depressions and stuff like that. So they got, you know, a settlement that for sixty percent had applied for it. So that means like uh, you know that basically means everyone didn't apply. Only sixty percent applied. Forty percent to this day have only been paid paid for it. And the spread of it is like it's it's a slap in the face. When you said slap in the face, it made me think of that. Like they, it's like fifty thousand dollars them. To, to like each farmer, which which right. is, is when you when I read it when I watch these documentaries of like these farmers, man, they they say fifty thousand, man, that's like that ain't nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> dropping a bucket type shit, yeah. So you know, <laughs> these things that these things are I never I never heard about this, never heard about you know. And then when when I'm trying to do you know business and research the right way without helping out the the motherfucker that's eating us alive, you know what I'm saying? You 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 dig deep, you find out about these, you know, black owned businesses and you know, black owned farms and stuff. So that's how that's how I found out about that, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that was always a, a argument that I had, like with um all the, the black entertainers and like sports athletes and shit like this. Like, yo, instead of starting like I commend LeBron for starting a school, you know what I'm saying? I commend that shit. But, like, you know, some of these folks that started, like, clothing companies or um, liquor companies, shit like that. Like, y'all should have started something like a transportation company or, like, uh, um, some type of garment company. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that that would actually put jobs or would have gave us the opportunity to actually put these type of jobs in this type of arena with the notoriety of that this person has mm-hmm. to the point where this company will have validity and then you can hire the right people of whatever demographic you want. Cause I'm not a part just, just because it's a black owned company doesn't mean it has to be all black employees. I'm all for these white folks coming in here and slaving. <laughs> Fuck you mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm all for it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They come in the office, they gotta look up to the to the black man and say, Well, boss, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Well yeah, that day come that, on. that day will come. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if we <laughs> we're not the minority, you know what I'm saying? When you when you speak of when you speak of all the descendants of us and, and the different pathways that we have created you know, of one people, we're not the minority. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we could right. if everybody if everybody does like you say and you know opens up these th- type of things for ourselves and others to help out like when you say the word transportation, man, that's what I'm looking into hard right now because, you know, that that kind of ties into why I was looking into black farmers like, you know, is we we have to <laughs> we have to stop it's going to lead into my other topic later on that we have to stop, you know, working so hard. Yeah, like I feel like we need to create our own Walmarts. We need to create our own gas stations. We need to create our own supermarkets. We need to create our own apparel lines. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I like 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 the whole thing with like um these high school athletes going to HBCUs for me is the same dynamic in business as LeBron James saying, "Okay, Nike, I'm done with you." I have enough money to build my own shoe. And yes, I might not sell as many shoes or get them across the board like that. But what I tell you is if you have a product and it's a good product and the name behind the product is a spectacular name, regardless of however you might sell right now in two or three years, I promise you in 10 years, it'll be 20 fold. It'll be 30. You'll almost eclipse or be at the same pace as a predecessor or the competition that much quicker. Like that's how I feel about it. And that's just how I feel about business and in all types of areas and all different types of areas and, and just different things like bro, like Diddy could have started an insurance company. Why you got a cable channel? You know what I'm saying? But I, I fuck with Diddy for getting the cable channel because he put Farrakhan, at least he put Farrakhan up on the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was big. Had he put Farrakhan up like on like national television, like up on his Revolt channel, like I could watch. Woo-woo. It's on it. That's I where know. I found it. Yeah, and it's been it's you know been taken down a lot of places. They took that down, and uh, that's where I found it. And I I didn't even that's know what, that that was Diddy's that Diddy's uh website until I found it on there. I knew it was no, that's Diddy. That's not, that's not Diddy's website. It's company. not a website. It it's his cable channel. Right. That's what I'm saying. Had he put that Farcon joint up there on that cable channel, and I know that Farcon joint was like three, four, five, maybe six hours, some shit like that. Two and a half down to three. Yeah. Had he put that up on his cable channel? Oh, now we talking. I gotta watch that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. I'm interested, man, because you know there's, you know, when 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 you when you dig deep into to Islam, and, and and you you really see like really what's going on over over overseas and how they're treating us, it's it's wild to to be, you know, it's wild to follow that. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do my research on that as well. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm enlightened on myself. And where we are and where we came from, but I'm trying to figure out why we can't meet, you know what I'm saying, together at the, with the same knowledge. It's there's there's a there's like a, a fork in the road somewhere where if you if you read back into the history, man, they, you know, Islamic and Arabs had put us in captivity first. Mm. You know what I mean? So before we before we scattered, you know, so you know, one argument will always be said 
and it's a very true argument, but one argument will always be thrown is we had each other in captivity first. That wasn't us. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't us, though. But I, I I feel you, but I'm just saying, folks going to always throw that out there. But they have to realize so, that that wasn't us. Those 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 people are not from the same descendants as us. We are, Those are Hamites. We are Shemites. That's why you go, you talk about anti-Semitic. It's really Shemitic. It's because they're descendants of Shem. Like, those those Africans are not descendants of Shem. Those are descendants of Ham. Right. We are descendants right. of Shem. They don't have the promise we have, you know, so... That's where the that's where the message is, and then you know, but the Islam's descendants of Ishmael, you know, th- those are descendants of Shem. So it's it's the history's the history's there. People just you know, you know they ain't, they ain't putting the pieces together correctly, and they don't teach us that. Right, and that and that's my thing about just um, believe it, educating yourself and just putting yourself in a place where you understand what's taking place as far as your identity and who you are Mm -hmm. and where you come from. Because the crazy thing about a lot of shit is this, and and then we can move to some some different shit after this. But, like, to build a house, you need a solid foundation, correct? And, And one could say in a person's life their identity and who they are and where they come from is their foundation. The reason why our community has always been so shaky amongst ourselves and dealing with others is because our foundation has always been shaky. Whose foundation, who wants to take pride, who wants to know, who wants to feel like that their foundation is that of servitude? You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you believe in that and you take that and hold it to account psychologically, you like, well, yeah, I'm going to go get the best job I can be. I mean, I can get and I'm going to be the best worker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once one finds out that their foundation isn't that one of servitude, but that of um, conquering or maybe leading or commanding, that servitude becomes a problem. So now you're in a situation where you're fighting against the powers that be that put you in that situation that make you feel like that you're supposed to be servitude when really you're supposed to be on top of shit. But... I digress. I digress from that. Um, I had something about Asheville. I want to say this is in uh, North Carolina. I want to say. I might be wrong. What's that? But basically, um, approves reparations for for black residents. In an extraordinary move, the city council has apologized for the city's historic role in slavery, discrimination, and denial of basic liberties to black residents and voted to provide reparations to them and their descendants. The 7-0 vote came the night of July 14th. Hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills the cup we drink from today, said Councilman Keith Young, one of the two African-American members of the body and the measure chief proponent um i don't know what these reparations really get into i didn't really read through all of this but niggas hit a word reparations and know that it must mean something as far as money a development goes mm. and i believe basically what they're saying is they're going to pour so much money into a uh, particular communities in Asheville to support and bolster the black community there but you know, with with anything, I think folks gotta understand is uh, 
it's a slow roll. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that take place today affect the kids of today. So that for in 20, 30 years when they're adults and can actually change things, that's when change comes. So I think that's what change is. It's a marathon. Like like the Nipsey Hustle shit, the, I'm not going to get into all the Nip shit, but the, the concept of the marathon, I'll fuck with that because this shit is a marathon. You might not get it in your lifetime, but later on. And that's why folks always, it's like your ancestors did this, they did that. This is why you need to continue to do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. Well, um, that ties into my uh, question about uh, do you feel overworked? Remember we were talking about that? Right. We were talking about, um, you know, just working. And, and my question from that was, like, what means the world to you? And, like, basically when it comes to all the hard labor and all the work that you put in for it, do you feel like it's worth it? You know what I mean? Like, or or do you mean, do you know, like, it's basically a choice when I, when I, when I think about it, right? It's like, we choose to work this hard because we choose to usually have to afford something. I mean, you know, there's... Or there's something we're after or there's something we're trying to do. Um, Absolutely. That, that you know, that kind of relates back to our previous conversations, man. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like when it comes for working for yourself a little bit more, that'd probably be a little bit smarter because that when I thought of, when I said we work too hard, it, it thought, I thought about this conversation. Like working hard, you still could work hard, but work smarter, man. Like work for yourself, create your own. And, uh, you know, it, that, that, that slave mentality wouldn't, wouldn't feel so much when you're not doing it for another person's <laughs> basically uh, success. In, in a way, you know what I'm saying? When you're just kind of like the uh, little pawns out there. I feel it. I think the the concept... My bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I had to bite this hot wing. <laughs> I, had to, I had to take a bite of this hot wing. Um, the concept of being overworked comes from thinking about feeling like you are slaving. And when we was talking about it, it was like after two days of like really just being out there, like being in a situation that took maybe like seven to eight people. And there was only four. And amongst the four of us, like I was the only one really getting to it. But like there's only really two ways to look at a job. You could look at it like a job or you could look at it like a fundraiser. All right. And if you look at it like a fundraiser, then you understand that if you ever tried to raise funds for anything or do a fundraiser, some days, everything going to be clicking. Shit going to be moving. And you're going to be getting to it, and it's going to come effortlessly. And other days, it's going to be a slow roll. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. And to get what you might get on the, on, the, on the easy day or to get close to that, it might be a lot tougher. So in the situation I was in, it was just some shit where I was just kind of more so venting. like, But no, nah, they was getting over that day. You feel me? But, like, that's just what comes with the territory of the situation I'm in. It is what it is. So either I can bitch about it, and I can quit, or I can deal with it and keep pushing forward. Right. That's all I did. It's a choice. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you have the choice right there in front of you. It's always a choice. Yeah. And like you say, work smarter, not harder. Like, bro, like, my regular schedule 
I'm only I'm only actually supposed to work or permitted. It's not permitted. I'm only supposed. It's not that I'm supposed to work. I'm trying to find the right wording here. Under contract, I only got to give them six hours a day. All right. I can do six hours a day and be cool. But because I choose to do eight, 10, 12 hours a day, that's on me. I can't be upset at the situation if this is what it is today if I choose to participate. You know what I'm saying? So what ties back into what means the world to you is like, I just understand that some days it's going to be easy. Some days it's going to be hard. I know why I'm here. I'm here for this. And if you always feel like you're here for this and you know what you're here for, then you typically be straight. You might bitch a little bit about whatever you're going through, but you good. But when you feel like you ain't got nothing to hold on to or you ain't got no purpose or no direction or you don't know what you after, that's when you feel like you slaving. Right. Yeah. Um, that's when you feel like a motherfucking getting over on you. Makes sense. Well, um, what else we got? Uh, how about, um, how about that? I got some other shit. What do you got? What? I got a hot wing. Where's, where's hot that wing from? At the moment. Jewel. There you go. <laughs> no, the little jewel hot wing. Um, did you see this, um, the Spirit Airlines shit? No. You ain't hear about it? You see the three black girls? Nope. Attacking the Spirit Airline employee because their flight was delayed? Nope. Didn't hear about it? Didn't see it? Mm-mm. Goofiest shit ever, bro. <laughs> Goofiest shit ever. Goofy. Like, motherfucker like, well, you flying Spirit anyway. Who? Look, stop it. I've been on plenty of airplanes. Between plenty of companies. Flights get delayed. Shit happens. That is no reason to attack the motherfucker working the gate. Like they have any control over it. That. You know what I'm saying? That's why that just lets you know motherfuckers ain't never been nowhere, never did shit, ain't got no home training. Like, why are you trying to fight? What made you think you're going to fight the people at the gate and still get on the plane to go where you need to go on time? All right. Type of goofy shit. And it was a spirit flight. Motherfuckers like, oh, that's what you get for flying spirit. Like, bro, niggas always getting their flights delayed. Shut up. Half y'all be flying major airlines and be having connecting flights like a motherfucker. So shut up. Damn. A fucking, how many, so it was three people fighting somebody? Yeah, it was three chicks and they tried to attack like this spirit worker and it was just, it was this whole little commotion. I want to say it was down in Florida too. <laughs> down in the epicenter of the fucking coronavirus. Goofball Jamal's. I think they was from Philly too. Congratulations! Like you're fighting in the airport. Them them federal charges. Them federal. Fed, f, f, federal. Like damn, like federal. They couldn't wait with everybody For else. What? Then they see everybody. They see everybody else is waiting. Gee, they thought everybody else was finna get on the plane, but they had to sit there. Goofball, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what, what, what? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people probably never been nowhere, man. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Had a bad day, is that it? Motherfuckers ain't never been nowhere, bro. 
Now look, them same bitches. Excuse my language. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's fighting the spirit employee, right? I guarantee you, them bitches take the bus. Oh, they didn't took the bus before. You fighting the bus driver when the bus pull up late? Maybe. Goofball. Get your shit together, man. Get your shit to fucking gather. Now, there is something I wanted to speak on. There is something I definitely wanted to speak on. Um, Unfortunately, Thursday night, there was like three accidents on the Dan Ryan southbound side between like 71st or 76th Street, like right after this turn all the way down to 95th. It was like three accidents, right? And if anybody knows me, and I know you know me well, you know I love motherfucking getting out there and speeding in my motherfucking car, racing and doing all that shit. But I tell you, I saw an accident, and this is the first accident I've seen. First and foremost, this is the first accident I've seen this bad in maybe five or six years. And this is probably the first dead body I've seen from accidents in the past, like, seven years. But this shit fucked me up. Because on my way up to the accident, I was boogieing. It was like four or five cars out there, plus me. We was all going at it. You feel me? And when we came out that S-turn, bro, like, I seen the sea of red lights. It was backed up. So I immediately got over to the right to get off. And as I'm just, like, you know, going through traffic, making my way, I look over to my left. And I see the emergency vehicle. It's, like, in the middle of the road. But I don't see, like, no police cars, no ambulance, no none of that shit. See a car stop. See a dude holding his face. You know, he looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I look down at the ground. And, bro, I want to say it was a woman because of all the hair. might have been a guy, but whoever it was, I'm talking about stretched out. Middle of the fucking damn run. All right? And it was cars off to the side and people outside the car, and you could tell from the way they was moving, they was distraught, this, that, and the third. And as I'm getting on the off-ramp, halfway up the off-ramp. Now, if you from Chicago or been to Chicago before, our off-ramps, they 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 go they go at least 13 14 maybe 15 feet up take you up cuz you know it elevates you to get to the you know to the city this fucking truck was halfway up the off ramp now mind you it was the only car i seen out there that was like unoccupied like super fucked up that car had to been like maybe like 20, 25 yards away from the body. And it was halfway up the off-ramp. And I could tell that it didn't fly off the off-ramp. Like, it rolled up the off-ramp. You hear me? And that shit fucked me up. I'm probably the last nigga you want to get in the car with driving crazy. Because I, I drive crazy. But when I tell you that shit slowed me down, that shit slowed me down. And then that was just one of three accidents within fucking 25 blocks of each other on the damn Ryan. Mm. And I don't I don't even know why I brought this shit up. I, I guess it's just to say, like, because I, I would tell niggas slow it down. But, I mean, I know I'm going to get out there and go crazy as soon as I get the, I, I feel the need. But it's like, man, like. 
to see that woman out there like that or whoever that was out there stretched out on that concrete, that shit fucked me up. And I know, you know, I know you're, I know you. You've been on the road. So I know you've seen plenty of shit. But like, bro, this shit made me slow down, bro. I took the side, I took the service drive all the way down to 95th, took 95th over to Halsted, took Halsted back up to 57. And when I got to 57, bro, I was so fucked up in the head. I didn't even take, I didn't even hop back on to go back down 94. I took 57 all the way back out to the Burbs and then drove back over. And I was doing like 70, 75 the whole time in the middle and right lane. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Just take it easy, like was, man. Just enjoy it, you know? I wasn't even enjoying it. Yeah. I wasn't even like whole time. I damn near was finna just ride Halsted all the way back out to the burbs because it was to the point where I was like, "Yo, I don't even want to drive this car right now." Because yeah. like I knew that could have easily been me, and it's like, man, like I know I be wilding out, and I guess it's the kettle calling the pot black. But let me just say this: if you ain't if you ain't built, or if you don't know how to drive, or you know what I'm saying? This go for all drivers, bro. Just pay attention to traffic, bro. If niggas out there wilding, get over. Right. If you in a left lane doing a speed limit, ooh, I don't give a fuck. Get over. Get out the way. Like just, just be, just be cautious of shit, man. That shit, that shit fucked me up. Wear your, and wear your seatbelt. Yeah, definitely wear your seatbelt. You can fly, definitely. fly through the windshield. Like I don't know how that lady ended up on the ground. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, because, like, her car wasn't nowhere near her, I feel like she got thrown from the car, hit by a couple cars while her car flew through the highway and up the off-ramp. Like, Mm -hmm. it was... And like I said, that was just one of the accidents. There was three out there. There was three out there Thursday night. Like, no lie, bro. You know, I be ready for the shits. I be ready to drive and do my thing, bro. I'm talking about when I left work, Saturday night, bro, I took 294 to the crib just because I knew it was going to be less traffic because I, I know how I drive, so that enticed people to want to race and do this and do that. And I'm like, bro, sometimes I'm just navigating through this shit to get away from traffic to 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 do, like, the speed limit because, like, you getting accidents around cars. I can't get into accidents by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't know. I don't know what the point of that, that whole rant was. I don't know why I brought that shit up, but... <laughs> Whatever, like slow down out here. Be like, pay attention. Drive accordingly. Shit. Yeah. I say, I say, I, I'd agree with that. Been seeing some shit. Definitely been seeing some shit. How about uh, on a brighter note? How about the uh, weed dispensaries out here in their uh, Chick Fil A service, Chick Fil A S service? <laughs> I'm ready to experience it. Uh, the pandemic has made the local business come up with some convenient procedures. Tell the people where you're at. Uh, I think they they should they, they should have. I'm in Nevada. They should have done this before. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of curbs, curbside. Uh, Everybody with the Portillo shit. It's a lot Everybody of curbside service. Shit. Well, you roll up. You order your shit online. You know what I'm saying? Online. You roll up. You know what I'm saying? You give them your ID. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Come back. Bam. You know what I'm saying? Give them the money. You already know the total. Uh, you know, so that can you pay online? Can you pay online with with debit card? Uh, no, you gotta pay when you get there. I don't know. If some, I don't know if some do that, but most of the ones I went to, you, you know, you pay when you get there. But uh, gotta cash them out. Yeah, so the you know you pull up in the car, you don't even have to get out. A lot of places have switched to accepting debit cards when you you know actually go into the dispensary. You can still do that. 
you yeah. go into the dispensary, a lot more people are delivering now too. I've, I've seen some mixed reviews about you know the length of how long it takes to get it. You know, so I just I never done it, but you know, a lot more people are doing that. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of perks that the the pandemic has caused to. Uh, Did you say plan? Yeah. It's Did you say pandemic? Pandemic, yeah. That's <laughs> helped out with the uh, dispensaries and their service, man. I have to give them a round of applause. You seen the text message I forwarded to you? They were so nice. I'm talking about the best service ever. Hey, hey, that leads me to a question I had. Worst time management. Drug dealers or barber? <laughs> well, I only have one barber. Nah. Uh, drug dealers. Nah, man. Drug dealers. Nah, man. Throughout your life, you've had, you've had, you've had multiple barbers. One. And he, that same barber I'm talking about. Yes. Bro, between that nigga and drug dealers, who's got worse time management? Because for me, them niggas is running like neck and neck. Can't really remember. It's been so long, you know. Nah, man. This nigga now. This nigga now. We we not gonna speak his name, but bro. Use this little Butsky shit, right? Whoa. Had an 11 o'clock appointment, right? What time you think I got in the fucking chair? <laughs> Take a wild guess. Like 1.30? 12.30 and this bitch camped out. Come on, man. The fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck am I using the Butsky shit for? If, if I'm just going to see it, I'm just going to pull up. What's a Butsky? Like a website thing? Yeah, it's a little booking website where you can book and schedule a time that this nigga don't even fucking keep up with. <laughs> fucking asshole, man. I'm about to go with the dealers though, man. Them them the, them, them fools, man. They probably still up to them them to them tactics. Like, man, bro, I, I ain't I ain't been rocking with it, so I'll, yeah. Bro, I texted the nigga last night like, "What's the menu look like?" <laughs> nigga texted me back today like, "Bro, I ain't there. I'll be back. Give me a minute." <laughs> Like you making it seem like I'm hassling you, and you just replied to a text message like I don't know 14 hours ago. He replied to a message to say that he's still not around. Right, (laughs) making it seem like I'm pressing. I text you 8:30 last night. You text me back 12:40 today. Like still ain't hit me back, asshole. Niggas crazy. Uh, I have a question. What is your question? So we know what a man cave is, correct? Correct. Do we know what a sea shed is? Because uh, that's that's I, the, that's the. Uh, I've heard of these she sheds. That's the. Uh, just a second. Because that's the. Um, I guess the equivalent to a man cave, right? Hey, if you want to go outside in your little she shed, go ahead. Get the fuck out. All right, so my question is, for you and for anybody that would like to find a way to respond and answer the question, or start a, start a discussion amongst you and others, I got to put it <laughs> out there. I got to put it out there. What is, are, are, is it okay for these places to be, you know, what we call like a sanctuary or sacred or uh, pri- private? Is is yeah. it okay for those places to be that? Yeah, I'm unless invited. I don't need to be in there. I don't need to be in your she shed without you. Okay, I don't need access to your she shed unless you give me <laughs> access to your she shed. 
And as far as my man cave goes, guess what? You come in this bitch all you want to, but I'm going to make sure you don't know how to control shit in this bitch so you don't even want to come in here. See, that's the mind fuck. You make it seem inviting, but you make it hard as fuck to use all the essential shit. Then it's like, well, how do I do this? How do I, eh, you got to do this? And I'm, eh. Yeah. That's how you do that. Because what's, what's in the she shed? I thought the whole, uh, I don't know. What's in the she shed that I'm going to need to use? A fucking curry? A vanity? You know what that is? That's what I heard. That's what I, I know what a vanity is. What, what I need a vanity mirror exactly. for. Exactly. So, uh, my, you know, my my vice versa is no, what do you what do you need to be in this in here for? No, because women are territorial like that. They like they like fucking animals. They want to <laughs> rub their sin around shit. <laughs> That's what that's about. They just want to be nosy. They they just want to look around. Like you ever seen a cat? You ever live with a cat? <laughs> nah, but I've been around them. You know how cats move, bro? Mm-hmm. They territorial as fuck. Like, say you go to somebody's house, they got a cat, right? As soon as you take your shoes off, sit down, they not immediately gonna pull up on you. They pull up on the shoes. They rub their fur up against the shoes, smell them and shit. They come over by you and shit. They look you and shit. They do you know? they do got multiple spots throughout the crib. Like they just be sleep throughout it at little different places. Swear to God, cat be on other people's bunk beds, kids' bunk beds for a little bit when they at school. Are they gone? Bet, bro. If you want a she shed, first of all, you know why I'm cool, completely cool with the she shed. It's not attached to the house. It's outside. Bye. Go. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> that bitch that bitch ain't got no Wi-Fi, no cable. <laughs> what? What you in there reading books? This bitch ain't got no electricity. Watching DVDs. And if and, if you need all that in your she shed, guess what? You're paying for it. You're paying for it. <laughs> You're paying for all the connections. Get some she cables while you at it. What? Fuck you <laughs> Get you some she builders. Who right? Who has to who has to build the things? Use your she money. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Fuck you mean. Meanwhile, my man cave's connected to the house. There's a toilet down here. There's a microwave down here, and there's a way in and out the house down. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> What you gonna do when it rain or snow outside? You out there in the she shed? You got heated floors in that bitch? No. I even let you get a she a she cave. To have a she attic. How about that? Matter of fact, have a she room. Like that's that's how I feel. Shroom. Sh- fucking shroom. Have your fucking shroom. That's what we do. Have your shroom in your shroom. We just invented it. <laughs> we just did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like like bro cause like living with women bro you just gotta know like this main bedroom like this ain't our bedroom this is her bedroom What? I just sleep in the bed that's it I just sleep in the bed I know how to work the television I sleep in the bed I get one dresser one lap in this bitch I don't get to put shit on the walls I don't get to pick none of the sheets <laughs> none of the covers you feel me <laughs> These are not my clothes on the ground. Like, I know what this is. This is a dictatorship in this bitch. Cool. You can have this motherfucker. 
Because over here, <laughs> in my shit, ha, you ain't going to know how to cut on the television. That's first way I'm going to keep you out of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. You're going crazy. Going crazy. Uh, what else we got on topics? Good, Let me good see. Good explanation. How about? What else you got? Did you, uh, did you see the, all the uh, the Bitcoin hack earlier this week? <laughs> I, I didn't even know that stuff was uh, still around. Yeah, they hacked Obama. They hacked Biden. They hit Elon Musk. They hit Bill Gates. They was telling motherfuckers, give us a thousand in Bitcoin. Get twenty two. Get get double that back in in Bitcoin in an hour, thirty minutes. I think the scam ran up over a hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Excuse me. Well, and it it went so far as to the point where, like, I guess all the blue checks on Instagram, or I mean, all the blue checks on Twitter, they disabled anybody with a blue check. Supposedly, are these high profile <laughs> people with blue checks from tweeting? Yeah. For a second, so you know, shout out to the Bitcoin hackers. You know what I'm saying? Made their little money. All you goofies. You believe that shit? Hey, can pull off a uh, hundred thousand thinking, dollars. Thinking, thinking, Elon Musk want to help you. Thinking Joe Biden want to help you. Well, this show you how gullible people is off this social media shit, bro. It really got people brainwashed, thinking like they really connected to niggas like uh. that when they, when really like, you talking to like an intern. <laughs> <laughs> You tweeting the intern. Like, all them cool-ass tweets that be coming from, like, these restaurant companies, bro. Like, it be the black intern, bro. <laughs> oh, baby. Brandon and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> they call him, um, they call him B. Uh, how about, uh, how about, how about, uh, like, three, how about, like, three sports coming back next week? Who? Basketball, baseball, and uh, hockey. What? Hockey, I think. What? What? Yeah, baseball. What? Basketball. Basketball will be next week. Baseball, I think, like that same weekend. Like, yeah, and hockey. Run it. Hockey and basketball are resuming. Baseball Run is it. starting. Baseball. Give it here. 60-game season. I promise you anything that these first let eight games of the basketball season gonna look like the basketball tournament that's been on ESPN. What? I sh- <laughs> you ain't seen that basketball tournament that's been on ESPN? It's called the basketball tournament. Oh, that's a that's a clever like, name. <laughs> Who's in it? It's like a it's like a million dollar grand prize, like all these D two players, random players and shit. Basketball was it's, it's fake decent, but like that's what these little first two these little first eight. Eight games. This is end of the regular season finna look like. It's finna look like some look like some some rec league basketball. But you know, whatever. You giving me sports back. You almost got me contemplating taking two weeks off of work just to watch <laughs> this shit. <laughs> Alright? cause you know <laughs> you know, I'm I'm yeah. Cause it, hey, I'm cause when I pull up on you, like Bro, like, Let's go make what some you bets. Be- Bro, what the fuck you mean? What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, sports is on. Like, right, that's gonna be take right us in the, to the gonna West be right in the midst of the shit if the shit continues and shit don't have, you know. Hey, they're supposed to be doing me? phase one out here or something like that. Hopefully, you know, when you come out here, everything's, you know, 
Bro, they gonna have the ATVs pop. Everybody gonna, gonna be, be everybody gonna be looking like motherfucking uh, Scor- Scorpio, Look. Scorpion and shit. Scorpion, Sub Zero and shit. Yeah, everybody gonna be looking like Sub Zero and Scorpion. Check it. Is the dispensaries gonna be open during Phase One? Uh, I guess so. Okay. I don't even know when it's supposed to be. Are the restaurants gonna be open? Yes. Uh, they um, should. Then I don't give a fuck. I, I, I really have no idea what phase one was like. Honestly, I don't remember what like what was going on. Okay, let me ask you a question. During your time in the past five months, have you been able to get weed from a dispensary? Has not stopped. Have you been able to go to restaurants and get food? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm good then. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't going to Vegas to motherfucking go to Ar- uh, Aria or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like club, club, club. What you call it and shit? I'm not trying to zip line on Fremont, bro. What the fuck? I came out here to get high as hell, eat some food. I did say that though. See, we could do the ATVs and do do uh, Top Golf. Oh yeah, we in it. We lit. I'm busting y'all ass on top golf. No. Yeah. Nope. That's what. Yeah. Nope. That's that's not that's yeah. not what's gonna happen. Yeah. I hey, and you know I don't any, care about you know anywhere that say about the, any uh, of them what they do. I'm just not gonna let you beat me. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna beat that's you. Not happening. The plan is to beat you and them. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? It should be us versus them, but it's really just us versus us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, only things I really got left is a couple is under house arrest. They got ankle monitors down in Kentucky because they refused to sign some shit when they got COVID. So Mm -hmm. they put ankle monitors on them. Be aware of that. I've been telling y'all niggas, they pulling up the niggas houses about that shit. But you pay attention, you pay attention, whatever. Speaking of ankles, didn't like Meg the Stallion getting shot in the foot or something? Oh, we got to talk about Meg. We got to talk about Meg. Was that Tory Lanez? Is that? Yeah, they, they said Tory Lane supposedly shot her twice in the foot on some Harlem night shit. <laughs> yeah, I seen the post, but uh, she ain't say nothing about Tory. But then all the other posts kind of put the put it together. The pieces yeah. put the pieces together. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard any official <laughs> statements about it. But if Tory Lane tried to rob Meg the Stallion, what? that's whack. Rob? Um, if he shot her twice for whatever reason, that's whack. Why would you shoot Shorty in a foot? You could end a career. Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> what What the fuck is you on, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna go as far as is the Twitter sphere. Like niggas are like, gee, we gonna ride on Tory. Oh, this niggas in jail on a concealed weapons charge. Why don't y'all chill? Niggas <laughs> like five three. Niggas like he's shorter than me, and I'm short. Okay. He is? <laughs> Yeah, nigga shorter than me. What? Bro, bro, I seen a video of this nigga. He was freestyling on some show. The nigga got out the chair and was the same height. <laughs> <laughs> like, I stay, I, I get up a little bit. Oh, that's just a real tall table. I don't know. I don't know. But. <laughs> I don't know. But. Ah. Goddamn. Goddamn. But, yeah, I seen May got shot. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, well, you know, 
I guess hopefully she gets better. You know, she probably hurts. One of she, you know. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Niggas niggas said um <laughs> niggas said uh <laughs> niggas said niggas said on Twitter like gee my uncle got shot in the foot in the war and this motherfucker feet always stink. I mean Meg feet gonna stink forever now, but niggas still wanna fuck. <laughs> like, bro. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Like, shut the fuck up. Niggas is stupid, bro. I promise you. <laughs> niggas have no sense. None. Hey, nonsense. <laughs> the word, the word, it's so much different now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> non-existence of the sense. Non-existence of the sense. Um, did you see the shit? Um, with James Harden, little mask. <laughs> no, <laughs> he had on this little mask, and basically it was a Blue Lives Matter mask. And he was like, "Oh, I just thought it was a cool mask." And he was taking a lot of heat for that. Young thug came out and said, "You know, I've been to bro house, and he ain't got the internet." Like, bro, shut up. They said Young Thug's a real good friend. He came to the bat for Drake. He came to bat for for this nigga um, James Harden. I don't know. I don't know why niggas tripping on his mask. Like, maybe James Harden does support Blue Lives Matter. Is that so hard to believe because he's a black man? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I, seen the, I seen the niggas cowboy boots and a hat once. You know what I'm saying? Like, when niggas wear shit like that, I don't give a fuck if you from Texas or not. That shit makes me skeptical. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> like, what type of nigga is you? Do you, uh... I don't give a fuck. Do you think you could... Do you, obviously, we probably wouldn't be able to do this show. Without internet, do you think you could? Uh, you think you could live in a house without internet and cable? I think you could do the cable, but that's you. You have other stuff that you watch shit, but you need Wi Fi for that. So, <laughs> you think you could live without Wi Fi? No. No, I could not. <laughs> for real, that's a tough one. I need I need the wires of the five. You need you need your World Wide Web, right? Yeah, man, I think it's an essential tool. I think it's a basic tool. I think it's just a basic tool is 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 just as a basic as putting a car on the highway. Like I need this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this is the source of information. Even if I ain't on this bitch collecting like world star hip hop fucking interviews, I'm on this bitch looking up something for the government. I'm on this bitch looking up some type of information. I'm watching a video on YouTube showing me how to fix whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like Basic. What do you think you What it's do basic. you think you use the most? What do you think the internet for you? What do you think the internet gets its uh if it had its per- percentage circle? What do you think gets the for most me? biggest wheel? For me, for more, yeah, probably probably for some good ass laughs. Internet for the laughs. I be on here laughing. The internet is undefeated. Period. Yeah. Period. Think about how many days you probably been fucked up, mad, pissed off about some shit. Hop on the Twitter sphere, hop on Gram, hop on the book, hop on whatever the fuck you hop on, see some funny shit, and instantly get to cracking up. Right now, for me, it's probably YouTube, but then also maps. I think I use the. I think I. I think I use, but I think that's more on my phone too. 
finding out where places what, oh, finding out oh, where places are is. and like directions and phone numbers and shit and locations. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it. But uh what did I what else what did I say? Oh yeah, YouTube and shit, watching shit, watching videos, learning. I haven't gotten into the YouTube I, I I'm not one of them people that has just gotten into the uh falling into a rabbit hole on YouTube with just watching video after video after video that's just not how I consume shit. All right. Like it just doesn't work for me. That's that's for the kids with ADHD, I promise you. What? So, yeah. They just constantly just be falling in a rabbit hole watching video after video after video. Like, bro, where's the TV guy at? Well, not like that. That's not what I do. But, I mean, I use YouTube to, like, if I need to find out something, right. usually the video that's on the, through the Google search that pops up on Google is <laughs> a YouTube video. On Schmoogle. So, you know, I usually find out a lot of information on YouTube, but I don't just sit there and watch shit like like it's Netflix or nothing. Damn, Netflix is one too, man. That's a that's a that's a motherfucker right there. But YouTube is probably uh my biggest internet hub. What gets the the gist of my internet capacity? The gist, the gist. For real, I feel it. Nah, uh, Hulu probably gets most of my shit right now. I'll be on the who's or the lose. We definitely wouldn't be able to do this. Right, I'm watching a uh, Boardwalk Empire right now. Side. Right. Well, where you at? What with Boardwalk? Yeah. Oh, I'm still in the first season, like third episode. Come on. I think I finished the first season. I don't know if I did or not. It was. Yeah, I I, I couldn't finish it. Yeah. I might get back into I'm going, it. I'm going through it. I'm sorry. Right. I ain't really found a character. I'm like, oh, I fuck with him. I fuck with him. Like, what's that? All the shit. Hulu. On- yeah, no, I'm watching. No, no, it's on uh, HBO. You got the HBO joints. Yeah, I got the HBO Max. Max a million. Yeah, you know, gotta pay. Gotta pay to gotta play. Gotta pay. Gotta pay to fucking play. Wow. You know, cause we cut the cord and shit. So. Well, you know, thanks to you, we're we're pretty blessed out over here. You know, we got a we yeah. got a couple ones that are some some power players, man. Yeah, I know, I know. One one day I'm gonna kick everybody off my but, shit. But you know, we can we can return the favor. I think. Well, what? Amazon Prime is pretty fulfilling. That, hey, run I it! Gotta, I, I low key like that is like next in line with YouTube. There's so much shit on Amazon Prime, but you know, it also there's also a lot of shit you, you know you have to pay extra for. But there's a lot of stuff that comes with Prime. Psst. Cause you know you've helped us out with uh, some big players, man. Netflix and Disney Plus are. Send the prime information the fuck over, okay? Thank you. Thanks in advance. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, folks. We about ready to wrap this one up. Rappers. Session one ten. Yeah. Uh, this was an um, unapologetic black fucking session. Hey. Today. The you know what I'm saying? From the sessions. Hey. Um, like we said in the beginning of the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Podbean, Google Podcasts, all that shit. Checking with me. I'm Reed at the Cloudiest. OG. My motherfucking bro. Um, at OGFX Mass. Instagram. Or whatever the fuck Instagram. he's on. He's on the gram. Connect in with him. Connect in with me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Connect in. Um, subscribe, like, share, all that good shit. And we will see you motherfuckers next week. Peace.